What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that's all about helping you feel confident about your kinks so you can share it with your significant other. I have a new segment on the show where I'm going to read one review off of iTunes each week. This week is from Annalise, who says, To say I love this podcast would be an understatement. I am so thankful for Lo and everything she does for the community. She's given me all the tools I need to speak with my vanilla husband about ABDL. Now I just need the courage. Thank you so much for the awesome review. Honestly, reading reviews like this make my entire day. So if you want to be featured on the next episode, go ahead and leave a review on iTunes with the hashtag DAL for dream a little. You can do this anonymously, just the same. Just leave a a nickname instead of your real name. Today, we are going to be talking about introducing age play, which is one of my favorite topics because this stuff can be life-changing, honestly. This episode is going to be a little bit different from the normal tutorial style or interview style podcast I make. I'm going to be answering some questions that I've received from you on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon. I do prioritize answering questions from patrons, so if you have a question that you really want answered, be sure to check out patreon.com slash dreamalittle. If you don't already know, my fiance and I have a weekly patron-exclusive podcast on Patreon where we discuss our dynamic and tips for introducing kink to a vanilla partner. And I'm also going to be posting one vlog each month showing you some behind-the-scenes footage of our life together and just our day-to-day lives. In other news, I have a free six-step guide for introducing ABDL to your partner, and you can get this by going to thelittlelounge.com slash 98. As always, I'll link to that in the show notes along with our link to Patreon. And without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so our first question is... I'm in a real stable and healthy relationship with my girlfriend, and it's great. The only thing is that I'm closeted ABDL. Well, in the past, she's told me in passing that diapers creeped her out. She's way into the daddy kink and acting little-ish. She's even accustomed to the idea of me getting her a pacifier. Do you think in time I could coax her to try diapers? What do I do? I'm perfectly satisfied with the relationship as is, but I'm just so tired of being in the closet to my significant other. First of all, I need to say this. I think anything is possible because, you know, when my boyfriend and I or my fiance and I first started dating and I told him about my kinks, initially he was kind of turned off and he was kind of, you know, a little iffy about the whole thing because he didn't understand it and he couldn't see how it could be fun for both of us. So I do think that with time and with patience, you could eventually get her into it. But one thing to keep in mind is it's okay if your partner doesn't feel the same way about your kink as you do. I mean, spiders creep me out, but I don't mind that my boyfriend loves them and wants to rescue them and take them outside instead of killing them. That's, I don't care about that at all. I think it's a common misconception to think that your partner either has to love your kink or hate it. It's not always that black and white. There's a little bit of gray area. And most of the time, when you're with someone who truly cares about you, when you open up about something so deep and you make yourself so vulnerable, most likely they're going to say something like, hey, 
I know you like that, but hey, it's just not for me. And that's totally acceptable. It's okay for your partner to love diapers. It's okay for your partner to be creeped out by them. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Another thing to keep in mind, people's preferences change and shift sometimes over time. Now, that doesn't mean your partner's definitely going to end up loving the dip thing, but maybe they can grow to accept it. But that's not going to happen unless they know that it's something that you want to try. Sometimes knowing that it's something that interests you and would make you happy will make them more likely to want to try it. I honestly think that having the courage to be honest about something that you like or want to try is something your partner could actually appreciate because they will realize that opening up is not an easy thing for you. And that kind of honesty will show your partner that you care enough about them to be honest and truthful and make yourself vulnerable. There's power in vulnerability and how you deliver the news makes a world of difference. If you approach it in a way that says, you know, like, hey, this is what I like. I don't know if you want to try it. Either way, people take notice and they'll go, hey, this person really is confident. They have the confidence to say what they like and not be afraid of what I'll think. That's true confidence right there. But again, none of that's going to happen unless you have the courage to be honest about what you like. And that's really what it boils down to, being honest. In order to have the courage to be honest about what you want, you have to accept yourself first. And I think a lot of mistakes that people make is they wait until, you know, like they can't wait anymore. They can't hold it back. And they just word vomit it out without first taking the time to work on accepting themselves first. And that message is delivered with a bunch of shame and it can scare off your partner. I've shared a lot of different podcasts about self-acceptance, so I'm not really going to dive into that right now, but there are some things that can really kill your self-acceptance game and make you feel shameful for liking what you do. The first thing is the binge and purge cycle. I know we've all experienced this, especially as ABDLs, but here's the thing. The kink isn't going anywhere. No matter how hard you try, it's not something that you can just quit. It's a part of you for better or for worse. You don't get to pick your kinks, so you might as well learn to love them exactly as they are. Of course, the binge purge is a cycle, and it all starts with a binge, which leads me to my next point, number two setting boundaries around ABDL, around kink. This kink is only unhealthy if you're overindulging in it. In my one of my recent episodes with sex therapist Dr. Rhoda, she was comparing an addiction to ABDL to an addiction to food. When you're addicted to food, a psychologist or a doctor doesn't tell you, oh, you should stop, you should quit eating for a month to get over it. Addiction to ABDL is similar. You can't just be like, well, I'm just going to quit it forever and see how it goes. No, (laughs) you just have to take a break and do it in moderation. And that starts with boundaries. I have some boundaries around kink. First, I don't wear around friends or family ever because I really don't get anything out of that except for feeling paranoid that someone could tell. And also it's just unnecessary. There's a time and a place that's appropriate for that kind of kink activity. Second, I don't wear to the gym and I will not wear unless I've gotten my workout in that day. First of all, I know 
some of you guys like to work out in dips and that's fine, but I just, I'm not one of those people. I do not understand it. I'm already like really sweaty when I work out. So the last thing I want is to be wearing something so hot. (laughs) My third boundary is I don't wear until it's nighttime or it's during the weekends. During the weekdays, I have a lot of responsibilities and work to do and wearing is a huge distraction to me. And now that I've been trying to be more green or eco-friendly, the more I feel guilty about wearing diapers because all the plastic that's involved. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, disposable is something that's used once and then it's tossed, but it doesn't ever degrade after that. It just kind of sits on the earth and it's very wasteful. We've already got a lot of waste, so I kind of use that as my excuse to wear a little bit less often, which makes it great when I do choose to wear. It's like a treat. It's like really enjoyable. When you engage in it too much, you feel guilty, you feel bad. And my fourth boundary is I I do it when it feels good. And when it doesn't feel good, when it feels a little bit like, ugh, I don't know why I'm doing this. When I start feeling those shameful feelings or thinking those those kind of thoughts, I just take a break and I don't beat myself up about it or question, you know, start questioning, why do I want, why do I even do this? There must be something wrong. Like, why can't I like something normal? I don't even go there. I just put my stuff away and I don't pick it back up until I'm ready and I actually feel like I'm ready to start doing that again. And my fifth boundary, I stay away from negative content about ABDLs online. We all know this kind of content is easy to find. It's not just videos from Jerry Springer, My Strange Addiction, The Tyra Show, and all that other BS. It's all over YouTube. A few episodes ago, I mentioned how a YouTuber with over a million subscribers created a whole series that was hating on the ABDL, DDLG community. And he even included some pictures and videos of me. And I have not watched the video because I don't want to support that type of content. And the more views it gets, the more popular it gets. And second, I don't benefit from seeing that video at all. Most likely, most likely it would just make me feel like crap. It's out of my control and it sucks. But let's face it, as a community we are an easy target. So whatever you do, just steer clear from watching that type of crap that is only going to make you feel worse about yourself. The main reason shows and videos like that exist is to give other people this illusion so that they feel better about themselves. And it's okay. I mean, our kink is silly. It's fine. But at the end of the day, it is harmless. So just stay away from that kind of content. To wrap this question up, if you're lacking confidence in yourself, if you're feeling out, be feeling bummed out because your partner has mentioned they think your kink is creepy, just practice those habits to work up your own self-confidence and have the courage to be honest about what you like because we don't all have to love the same things in our relationships. Maybe your partner loves to watch sports and you hate it. That's okay. If we were all exactly the same, things would be really, really boring. Opposites attract. Moving on to the second question. This person says, I just listened to your podcast about introducing age play. I have talked to my significant other about age play and some other kinky stuff before, and we agreed to try new things. 
However, with age play, she's worried about it crossing over into the pedophile area, having no previous experience in age play. My concern was if we start slowly like you suggested and use goodnight, she might feel more awkward about it and maybe it would be better to use an ABDL diaper, right? Or not wear but have it there. Okay, so right here is a common question and issue that I'm sure we've all come across at some point. It's usually our biggest obstacle that we face with opening up is we don't want people to think that we are pedophiles. We're using kid products, so we worry that our partner will confuse this with pedophilia. But here's the thing. Right from the get-go, you need to establish and explain the reasons why age play is completely different from pedophilia. Because there are never any children or minors involved at any point. It's very similar to pet play, where one partner plays the role of an animal. It's not because the other partner wants to have sex with an animal or a dog. It's a lot deeper than that. It's more than that. It's not about the diapers. It's about more. Just like for pet play, it's about the care that an owner gives to the pet or the animal. It's about the discipline that comes with the training or the punishments that come with the disobeying or the humiliation from being degraded and talked down to. Those are all reasons why I would turn you on. Age play is very similar in that concept. It's the physical feeling of being wrapped up in something fluffy. It's comfortable. It makes you feel safe and loved. It's more about the bond, the trust, the intimacy that comes from having a secret that's just between the two of you. It's the vulnerable side of you that is exposed when you're sharing something so deeply personal with another person. It's the humiliation when you're forced to do something that isn't socially acceptable. These are the things that you need to explain to your partner right now to help them understand it's not just about the props or the objects. It's not about what those objects represent. It's about the dynamic. Another point I need to make right now is that pedophiles do not get off from ABDLs. They aren't attracted to adults playing roles. They're attracted to children. There's a huge difference there. So when it comes to the type of dip that you want to include, I'd say just talk about it with your partner. Explain this to them. And then if you're feeling like you can trust them and you're, they're open to trying different things, make that decision together. Show them pictures of each. Show, tell them about the difference in thickness and, you know, like discretion and ask them their honest opinion about what they want to try. Because at that point, since she's already agreeing to try it with you, then it's okay to get that input from her. Okay, so moving on to our last question here. This person says, I don't know what to do. I told my boyfriend that I wanted to start wearing because I feel like it'll help me regress even more and help me stay little for a longer period of time, but he didn't seem like he was interested in it. When I brought it up to him, he said he wouldn't change it when it needed, and it made me feel bad, like it was wrong for me to try them at all. Any advice? Okay, so it's really difficult for me to give advice on this topic because there are a lot of things I don't know, like 
How long have you been together before you opened up? How did you tell him about it? Things of that nature. With the little information that I do know, I just want to gently remind all of you to never forget to be grateful for what you have. Even if you've got a partner who is okay with you wearing but not around them, there's a lot of pain and suffering that comes from trying to keep this secret completely hidden from your partner for years on end. So let's celebrate the small wins. You told your partner about your kink. They are accepting, and that's great. As for him not wanting to do certain things like changings, I think that's also perfectly acceptable. After all, there's a lot of reasons why someone who is vanilla might not feel comfortable with that, obvious reasons. And like I mentioned earlier, my fiance had a lot of concerns about dips when I first opened up to him. And honestly, it probably took about 12 months for me to finally be comfortable enough to wear around him. And then after that, it was probably another year before we moved into more advanced things like changings and all that kind of stuff. So be patient. If you're patient, you don't demand things from your partner or show them you're disappointed by them having an opinion, it can really pay off in the long run. If you're understanding and patient, it goes a long way. If it's been years of this and they're still not becoming open to the idea and you feel deep down in your heart that you need to be with someone who will do this kind of stuff with you, then maybe you need to take a step back and reevaluate your relationship. Are there areas that you feel are lacking? Are you having issues outside of the bedroom? Are you making each other happy? being a positive influence in each other's lives, you got to weigh the pros and the cons. If the cons end up outweighing the pros, then maybe it's time to think about the possibility of ending that relationship if you're really not satisfied and trying again with someone new or being on your own. Another option that my boyfriend or my fiance, it's hard to get used to that, and I have is group play. You know, maybe your partner isn't interested in doing certain things with you, but they wouldn't mind if you paid a professional to help you achieve those fantasies or if you met someone online to do things with online. It's different for everyone, but it's just a conversation that might be worth having. It's obviously a huge decision to break up with someone, so it shouldn't be taken lightly. But I honestly think that if you are very, very disappointed with your relationship and not satisfied sexually, it might be time to consider opening up the realm of other possibilities. To wrap this up, it's okay if your partner is not interested in your kink or finds what you like creepy right now. There's always hope that they can change their mind in the future, but that won't happen unless you first learn to accept yourself and you find the courage to be honest about what you like, even if it's not your partner's cup of tea. If you need some extra help explaining ABDL, don't forget to download my free guide, The Six Stages of Coming Out Kinky. You can get it at thelittlelounge.com slash 98. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. I'll talk to you soon.